Yokoso, 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 Aragona Gazimus. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Stadium Monday Night Chat, episode 119. You're very welcome. I am your host. This is, of course, uh, I am your host, Clive Illenden. <clears throat> As if you didn't know. And this is, of course, the Stadium Monday Night Chat, where we will inform, educate and entertain you on all things stadia ladies and gentlemen i hope you've had a good week i hope you've had a good stadia week what with the splendiferous news about fifa 23 being uh, confirmed for sure and having cross play and all of that more on that uh, in the news and all of that of course as ever let me know what games you've been playing also uh, looking at the calendar it's the 25th it's the last week of july Ooh, time flies. Time flies, man. So that may, means we are more than likely, more than likely to get the Stadia Pro games announced for August, ladies and gentlemen. Any thoughts? Put them in the chat. Yeah. And uh, before I forget, ladies and gentlemen, before I forget, and of course, as the great Jerome has said, hit the likes because I like it. YouTube likes it and it helps people like you, yeah, find content. You know, similar people, people looking. There's some people who who are into Stadia, love Stadia, don't even watch the show. What are they doing? Yeah, they're missing out of being informed, educated and entertained on all things Stadia. But hitting the likes might help that, yeah, might help them find the content, the content that delivers accurate information on a fairly consistent basis, even if I do say so myself. So hit the likes. I like it. YouTube likes it. All of that. And if you are new here, then hey, yeah, this sort of, uh, you know, bravado and big headedness. Yeah, that's all part of the show. Don't worry. But don't let that stop you from hitting subscribe. Yeah, honestly, it's fun. Hit subscribe, toggle the notification bell, and then you'll know when I go live with awesome content like this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, as I said, of course, you are the chat and it is the Stadium Monday Night Chat. So I need you. I need you to feed me. Yeah, I need your adoration, your applause. And I need you in the chat. So put in your chat what you think Stadia Pro games might be. Any suggestions, new games, existing games, all of that. FIFA 23 news. Uh, let me know your thoughts on that. Have you pre-ordered FIFA 23 uh, yet? Um, my son, as soon as I told my son, he said, can we, can we get it, Dad? Can we order it? Got, got to buy him new football boots, yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, it will. Uh, I, I suppose you don't have to pay for it yet, do you? You can pre-order it, get all the goodies, get early access to it if you get the Ultimate Edition. And not pay for it until it actually comes out. So there's always that option. But let me know in the chat whether you've uh, done all of that. Let me just check my checklist, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Games you play, thoughts on it, Stadia Pro predictions. Right. While we're here, why don't we do the uh, the news, of course, will be coming up. Let's do the early bird chat, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You fanboys who I love dearly. Straight in at the beginning. Of course, Jerome ever look. Jerome has been here from day one, the get go. He's always first in the queue. Love it, Jerome. And... And, ladies and gentlemen, he's pre-ordered FIFA 23. He's not mucking about. He is not mucking about. The Far Cry 6 is also on sale. 
Yes, Mr. Bayron Place, don't forget to pre-order FIFA 23 with the 10 times play points offer. Yeah, check that out. Uh, you won't get your points until you pay, but you get your points. Ray, the gaming cyborg, how are you, sir? Lovely to see you. That's true. I wonder if I can cancel my pre-order and then pre-order it again with the 10 times play points. Hmm, maybe. Should be able to. Hey, Roger. Hello. How are you? Uh, good to see you. Geek the Sneak. Howdy. Sednar has been playing PUBG and FIFA. Lukey6 taking a break from Dead by Daylight. Good to see you, sir. This month has flown by. I was just thinking that when I said it's nearly time for Stadia Pro. But I guess we've had some um, we've had some amazing news. What towards the beginning of the month? I mean, we get the Stadia Pro titles, which were awesome. Good hope, what's it? Six of them, I think there were at the time. Then we get the Me Mexico expansion. Then we get the Saints Row news confirmation. Then we get FIFA 23 confirmation. And then we're going to get another of those Stadia Pro titles announced for August. So pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Awesome. Roger's been playing Stray. My daughter came to me and she said she'd been watching lots of streamers play it. And she says, is that cat game you showed me coming to Stadia? I said, no, but I think she got confused with Calico. I said, and then I said to her later, it wasn't Stray I showed you. It was Calico, Cat Cafe, um, which I think she'll like as well. So there we go. Hey, Dave, how are you, Pedder? Um, I must admit, uh, check out Stadia Dosage for Pedder did a wonderful article on um, why I shill Stadia, so, slightly tongue in cheek, but the uh, headline there, but a really good article. And I kind of touched uh, on a lot of points about, you know, the frustrations of being someone who, um, you know, is into Stadia and then you see kind of information which is contrary to your very eyes. My daughter asked me, uh, oddly enough, she's just talking about Calico. She suddenly showed an interest in Stadia. And she says, how, how's Stadia work then? Like, I've been doing this show. Tell you about how much you, my daughter pays attention to me. Been doing this show for nearly, what, two years odd. 119 episodes. She goes to me, Dad, so um, how's this Stadia work? How do you get it then? How do you work? It's like, you're not being paying attention. Um, and so I was explaining to her how... It, it works and it works amazingly. And, and of course, when it came out, but I said to it, when it came out, it, it was a bit of a damp squib in terms of the marketing and 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 sort of people's attitude toward it, towards it. And traditional gamers going, no, 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 I don't understand. It is outside my comprehension. It's too difficult for my brain. It's like explaining the fourth dimension to three dimension people. You know, it was like, I don't get it. I saw a tweet recently where someone said, yeah, Google messed up with Stadia. They should have bought out a console first. And these are the sort of tweets you used to get early doors. But I saw this tweet this week and I just thought, no, no, no. What? You don't get it. You just, what is the point of innovating a new way of playing and introducing an old way of doing it. That's the thing about Stadia. And the other thing I was saying about to my daughter was that, so obviously, you know, gamers were going, we don't understand the concept. It's impossible. It's impossible. It cannot work. There will be too much lag and latency. And I was saying, but it did work and it does work. 
no, it's impossible. And you're going, yeah, it, it, it's not. It, it, I, I'm doing it right now. I'm playing Destiny 2 and it's working. No, it's impossible. It is impossible. A bumblebee can't fly. It's impossible. Physics shows a bumblebee can't fly. It's impossible. Yeah, I'm watching a bumblebee fly right now. Yeah, no, it's impossible. It's impossible. Anyway, so I was explaining to her in that fashion. Um, but how, cut to now, you've got what? I said, you know, I've got over 150-odd games from Stadia Pro. There's 280-odd games in the Stadia Live. Stadia Library. It's expanding to Mexico. You know, as I always say on this show, as you always know, Stadia is the best it's ever been right now, right this second. It's the best it's ever been. No question about it. Um, but anyway, there you go. Little little side rant. I hadn't planned that. Um, Stray is the first game I really wish would come to Stadia. It's a PlayStation and PC exclusive, though, isn't it? Or, no, it's a limited, it's a timed exclusive on PlayStation, I believe. I was trying to explain it to my daughter. It might come to Xbox. Um, no idea on the titles. Figment 2. Good shout out, Dave. That one. We'll come to that later after the news. We'll see what you lot have been putting. Uh, Roger's hoping for Atari Asteroids. Good evening, Four Scars. John, how are you? Cloud validation. Dave's pre-ordered. Dave. Right, you're on. Revenge. Yeah. Hey, Dasmi Lloyd, long time no see in the chat. Hello, sir. Hope you are good. Hope you are well. Hope you're enjoying your stream deck. Steam deck. That's why I, I, I paused there to remember what it was and I still got it wrong. Steam deck. Six pound or eight pound, depending on which version you get not to be sniffed at. Hey, Raphael. Hello. Grumpy Owl, good to see you, sir. Atari Black Widow recharges a pro title. Could see that in August. Hey, Al Davis Music, how are you? And Mastar, good to see you. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, look, he's already cancelled my pre-order for FIFA and for Skull's Bones just to get his points. He's just doing it. Jerome just wants his play points. Good idea. Um, Ten times play points, everyone. Jack, the wonderful Jack to slip. Oh, that's all right, does me. Life is life. Life is life, um, isn't it? Gets in the way. I know that. Uh, I am grateful you are here. Right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we go to the news, games I've been playing, for once, I've spent some dedicated time playing a game through, uh, and I've been playing Valiant Hearts. Um... What a great, what a great game. There's something to be said for games like that, that have got that kind of storybook style, you know, some sort of simplistic 2D graphics, but in a beautiful illustrated storybook, like a kid's storybook style. It's educational. Like I, I know I'm a, I, you know, I'm into history, know loads about the First World War, like any, you know, geek who's into history does but less so about the First World War from the French perspective. So I learned stuff uh, that I didn't realise uh, because obviously, you know, growing up in Britain, 
my perspective is always from the British Empire perspective of the First World War. So it's interesting to see it from the French perspective and gets, you know, become educated. You never, you're never too old to learn. It's a wonderful, wonderful game. I haven't quite finished, but uh, I tweeted out um, the most, I love the game, but I get so stressed uh, when I'm administrating, administrating medical aid. <laughs> I don't want the person to die and I start panicking. There was one bit where I was trying to save one of the characters and I was like, no, 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 please, please. And I thought he died. I was like so upset, but I saved him. It's all right. Whew. Nursey, nursey saved him. But it's, it's, it's amazing how such a simplistic mechanic, you get so involved in the characters. And that's the thing about good, good characters in a game, good story writing. Um, talking, you know, make if anybody who saw the Purple Haze interview with Rhea Pratchett, um, who I'm a massive fan of because she introduces strong story and strong character. And just like film and television, it, you draw, you're drawn into it by good story and character. And so it doesn't matter in a way the style. If the characters and the story are strong, you get drawn in and you buy into the universe and the concept. And I've certainly done that with Valiant, uh, Valiant Hearts. It's a wonderful, wonderful um, game. Really enjoyed it. Haven't quite finished, um, but I've got the tissues ready uh, and all of that. But there you go. So that's what I've been playing, ladies and gentlemen. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for the uh, the news. Clive, you ready in the in the studio? Yeah, you were working late on this, weren't you? Did you get? Did you manage to get it all done? Well, we'll find out, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for the stadium news. Clive, over to you. Thanks, Clive. Welcome to the Stadium Monday Night Chat News for the twenty fifth of July, twenty twenty two. The big, nay, massive news of the week was final confirmation that FIFA 23 is coming to Stadia. Back of the net. There had been leaks, rumours, even hints by Stadia itself that it was coming. But in the first reveal trailer for the title, EA confirmed that the massive international sports blockbuster is coming to multiple platforms, including Stadia and was instantly available as a pre-order on both the EA site and the Stadia store. Once again, it sees Stadia being classed as a next-gen version, receiving Hypermotion 2, along with Xbox Series S and X, PS5, and this time also PC. In addition, and perhaps even more significant for Stadia, is the introduction of crossplay. Oh yes. Stadia was part of an earlier trial of this on FIFA 22, so hopes were high that A, the game was coming to Stadia, and B, crossplay would be a feature of FIFA 23. And sure enough, it is. In FIFA 23, crossplay will be available at launch in FUT Division Rivals, except co-op, FUT Championships, FUT Ultimate Online Draft, FUT Online Friendlies, except co-op, FUT Player Friend, Online Friendlies, Online Seasons, except co-op seasons, and the virtual Bundesliga competitive game mode that's available to players based in Germany only. Crossplay is initially enabled for all players when launching FIFA 23 for the first time, provided the platform level settings allow for it, and it can be opted out of at any time. 
and EA will have more news on this later. The FUT transfer market as well has the addition of crossplay for FIFA 23. The FUT transfer market will be expanded to include cross-platform functionality with PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox S and X and Stadia all sharing the FUT transfer market pool. The FUT transfer market will now be combined within pools of platforms with the exception of PC and Switch which will continue to have their own separate transfer markets. For example, if you were to list an item on Stadia, a PlayStation 4 player will be able to see and interact with it. This is massive for Stadia as it will dramatically increase items and trades available on the platform. And crossplay even extends as far as a global leaderboard, with the ability for people who don't have a console or gaming PC to play with friends on other platforms, expansion into Mexico, and it being a next-gen version, FIFA 23 on Stadia is a massive moment of the year for Stadia and shouldn't be overlooked. Ubisoft now, and with good news and bad news for some AAA titles coming to Stadia. In a quarterly earnings call, Ubisoft seems to confirm that Roller Champions is likely to come to Stadia between now and September. They said the title was well received by players and was tracking ahead of Hyperscape. Despite this, there have been rumours from serial leaker Jeff Grubb of Giant Bomb Gaming Site that Roller Champions is due to be canned after Season 3. He said this was confirmed by a source. Although he also said Ubisoft were rumoured, rumoured, to be working on a Division 2 Battle Royale spin-off. Which is odd, as it's not a rumour, it's a public fact and it's called The Division Heartland, isn't it? Unless there's another battle royale they're planning. And you can even sign up as a tester for Heartland right now. So take the rumours about Roller Champions with a pinch of salt, and equally any other rumours that I might talk about a little bit later. But these rumours were quickly squashed by Ubisoft in a tweet from Roller Champions themselves, who said, hello champions, let's clear it out of the way first. Roller Champions isn't getting cancelled, and Ubisoft fully supports it. You can rest assured we'll keep you updated as we roll forward. The much-anticipated Avatar Frontiers of Pandora has been pushed back to next year. Ubisoft went on to state that they see the title as very much a standalone gaming franchise, so less dependent on the films. As such, they want to get it right to ensure the game is the best it can be. Factor in working from home conditions, and they just want to give the title more time. They also confirmed the cancellation of Ghost Recon Frontline, but added that both The Division Heartland, which I referred to earlier, and X Defiant, their free-to-play initiatives, are at different testing phases and still on track for release. With X Defiant recently confirming a status update in a tweet this week. And there's a smaller unannounced premium game that was due for release this year and that will now be released in 2024. Back to Jeff Grubb now, the serial leaker, and he confirmed that his sources inform him that Ubisoft is working on a spin-off of the open world adventure Immortals Phoenix Rising. And this will be set in the world of Polynesian myths and folklore. This is still super, super early, so very much on the drawing board with a release date target of 2025. Developer news now, and it seems developer Digital Eclipse is in talks with Stadia. Digital Eclipse specialise in bringing classic video games to new platforms, like a sort of 
archivist restoring old classic games so that we can play them on modern platforms. So games like SNK 40th Anniversary and Mega Man Legacy Collection. Really old games from yonder years. And there's no guarantee that we'll see these titles or similar on Stadia. But the head of production at Digital Eclipse did confirm that they were talking to Stadia in a tweet recently. Phoenix Point Complete Edition is available on Stadia, and this brings all the DLC previously available for this XCOM-style game into one edition. So you have the Festering Skies, Corrupted Horizons, and Chaos Engines DLC all bundled with the original game. They've also added it as part of the free demos available, so you can try the game for 120 minutes. No Stadia account needed. And finally, the Cloud Gaming Championships enter week two with its latest challenge, based around the popular Centipede Recharged. The challenge was created by Cloud Gaming Championship organizer at NinjaGuyX, and it was designed to give the participants a challenge with a little bit of a twist. Full details available now, as ever, on the awesome and ever-growing StadiaDosage.com. So check that out see what the rules are, and see if you can rise to the challenge. So that's the news this week for the Stadium Monday Night Chat. So it's back to Clive, live in the studio. Clive, back to you. Thanks, Clive. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, that's Stadium News. Obviously, uh, lots of amazing stuff in there, especially about uh, FIFA 23. Uh, can't really state enough how how big that is for um for stadia especially given as i said given crossplay and the fact that you know sort of game that somebody might just want to buy and that's it and play with their mates on on other platforms so you know somebody's not really you know massive into gaming but wants to play fifa with their mates because they've seen it whatever um it's 10 30 media group says here if ea put an ounce of marketing budget behind the fifa stadia version that's the easiest way to play. I mean, I can't see it. They have to sort of be fair unless Google paid them to do those promotions. But certainly Stadia could promote it that way. Uh, play with your friends and all of that. Um, I think, well, yeah, so there's my little comment about Jeff Grubb and, and sources and people. There's plenty of people. So I get that, yeah. There's plenty of sort of gaming journalists and stuff. having Doing this show, 119 episodes of this show, whatever it is, researching Stadia News, looking into Stadia News, following it up, doing re research, following the leads, all of that kind of stuff. And it's just a hobby, yeah? Um, but doing all that has made me realise that people just put stuff out there without consequence. Yeah, they just put stuff out there and then forget about it. Just like, well, it's, it's true of all news, really. Very rarely do people come back and go, you know what, you know that thing I said? two months ago, three months ago, hands up, I was wrong. You know, it's like newspaper articles. Unless they're taken to court <laughs> and forced to say they were wrong, and then it's on like page, buried on page 10, just underneath a window cleaning advert or something, rather than the original front page headline, which they stated out, they don't care because it just sells newspapers. Yeah, the headline sells a newspaper. If it turns out to be wrong, oh, so what? Too late. It's yesterday. It's today's chip paper, as we say in the UK. So it's it's true. Um, you know, I think we do, you know, if you're going to rely on people have sources, yeah? 
I... And and those sources may be in you know may work for the company that they're they're referring to. Now, whether they work close to the heartbeat of the company or close to the heartbeat of that project, or they work, you know, further out, is you know debatable. Um, for instance, it was announced today that the BBC will be hosting the Eurovision Song Contest. Just go over here. Um, because obviously Ukraine, who won it, unfortunately can't host it. Um, so the BBC will be hosting it on their behalf. But I knew this a, a while ago. Yeah, because it, it, I'm close to that that story. It's what I sort of that area of business within the company. So I kind of knew that. So if somebody, you know, as a source, if I was, you know, not that I would, but if, you know, a source of that information, I'm close to that story. Equally, um, you might hear a rumour within a company as a source, like over there. And then if you, you're a leaker and you leak it to somebody, then the integrity of that information Maybe less if you don't really know what's going on. Maybe maybe less so. Maybe if we look at the so if we look at roller champions. So yeah. So talking about if you make statements um, without consequence or or go back and correct them or put your hands up. I put my hands up when I you know wrong. I I said one of the, one of the very few things, despite what people have, on Reddit have told me. <laughs> one of the very few things I actually got wrong. I admitted it, and it was that no way. Would Ubisoft launch, Ubisoft Plus, whatever, launch in the US only? It made no sense. It was probably a mistake because they were referring to Luna, which was US only. But as far as Stadia concerned, it would it would launch in all the territory state Stadia. Well, it didn't make any sense why that wouldn't happen. It didn't happen. I put my hands up. I thought I said I was wrong. I genuinely couldn't understand why um, Ubisoft Plus didn't launch in Europe at the same time, you know, on Stadia at the same time as it launched in uh, the US. Um, yeah, never never understood that. Never understood that. Um, but there you go. I was wrong. Put my hands up. I was wrong. But other than that, you're going to be pretty hard-pressed to find other stuff that I've been incorrect on. Um, but I put my hand on it. But consequences, yeah. So if we look at here, look, if I go here, right, if I just put roller champions in the, um, in Twitter, look, still top, top. Roller champions cancelled. <coughs> Ubisoft is rumoured to already be cancelling roller champions. Because <coughs> this is a great headline. Negative headlines. They're fantastic. <laughs> but let's go to here. Roller champions themselves. Uh, and let's just uh, let's deep dive a bit on what they say. So as Clive mentioned in the news there, it isn't getting cancelled. Ubisoft fully supports it. So I think if you read this here, you might understand where those rumours may have come from, misunderstanding, grey areas, all of that. And I will put some context on what I think may, if it was a genuine source within the company, 
what might have gone on. What the Roller Champions dev team is doing is making sure we focus on what our players have told us needs improvement and that supersedes all other priorities. So in there, in there, there is an admittance that maybe Roller Champions hasn't quite gone, even though uh, in their earnings call, they're saying it's gone better than Hyperscape. That's a low bar. Yeah, let's be honest, that is a low bar. Um, but it's, it's, it's tracking better than Hyperscape. But in this statement, can we read that perhaps it hasn't done the kind of gangbusters that they expected? But not enough of a disaster for them to throw the baby out with the bathwater, as we say. So what does this mean? It means we're expanding Disco Fever's length. Disco Fever's length. We're doing this for two reasons. We'll push out a patch that includes cross invites so that we can deliver on the game's promise as being a resolutely social experience. So cross invites for cross play. We'll announce when this patch comes out. We'll take enough we will take enough time to solve the issues our players have voiced as irritants before we release our new season. The cross-invite patch will include fixes, but we'll be working on more improvements after its release. As far as content is concerned, we can tell you that we've got exciting stuff planned for the next seasons. We strongly believe, however, that before we release new content, before we release new content, we've got to do right by our players. Hence why we are taking the time needed before we do. You can rest assured we'll keep you updated as we roll forward. So in there is definitely perhaps a suggestion that it's not perhaps done as well as they might. And if that is a conversation within the company and you're far away as a source within the company and you happen to leak it, maybe that sort of slight misunderstanding of the approach people close to the project are actually going to take, in this case, fix the problems, take their time, address the issues that they think are holding the game back rather than cancel it. But if you're a long way from that within Ubisoft's a massive company, thousands and thousands of people working for it. So if you're hearing discontent within the company about roller champions, Maybe you think, oh, they might, you know, there's rumors going on. I've heard rumors within the company they might cancel it. And then you say to your source outside the company, you're Jeff Grubbs. Yeah, I've, I've heard, right? Word is they might cancel it. And suddenly, word is they might cancel it becomes they're canceling it. And they're canceling it suddenly becomes. Headlines. That everybody's everybody's repeating. Yeah. So good on Roller Champions to get out there and squash that down because it's peppered. You know, already we're seeing it. Already it's coming through. It's not getting cancelled. It's not getting cancelled. Oh, Ub Jez, Jez Corden. Ubisoft may be killing Roller Champions. To be honest, I didn't know it launched. Great reporting, uh, Jez. That's the issue. Yeah. Co-host Xbox two part. Look, this is the issue. It to be honest, I didn't even know it was launched. And he's a games journalist. I wasn't looking for that. That just so happened to appear. That is typical. Know your job. Yeah, it's really simple. 
It's not as though it's an obscure indie game. Jeez. Gamer Geek. Roller champions may soon be scrapped, according to reports. People jump on jump on the news without questioning the source. By all, all means, you know, if it is a reliable source, you know, yeah, but Jeff Grubb's got things, loads of other things right. Yeah, but if you say enough junk, it's like a lot of sort of FIFA leakers, whatever. They say enough stuff, some of it will stick. And you only ever, I saw um, a YouTuber sort of talking about how to, how to sort of be a leak or, 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 you know, in games and sort of report stuff. And it went into detail how you can do it by put stuff out there, like lots of information. And then when you're right, so you, you, you say about 10 statements, and one of those statements is right. You go back, undo all the other statements, and then focus back on that statement and go, see, I was right. And people go, wow, he's, he's clever. He, he's a 100% prediction record. But it's like it's like that scene in Lego Movie when Batman's throwing his spanners to hit the button and he throws about 20 spanners and then he goes, first time. It's a bit like that. Um, but anyway, so just, you know, I think we've got to be careful with rumours and sources and stuff like that and just sort of question the reliability of that source. So, for instance, the person who leaked the FIFA 23 information originally that equally got lots of count, you know, was repeated and repeated and repeated. That person specializes in FIFA leaks and has a very good track record. So, you know, he leaked that it was on the platform that was coming to Stadia a long, long time ago. But again, you could sort of say, well, maybe he's cut and pasted from last year or the old existing platforms. But there was enough detail in there to make you think, yeah, no, I think he's seen a document of some sort. So you just need to think rather than run out, rush out and write the headline. Yeah. Or put massive, you know, virtual in. I'm doing quotation marks for those listening on podcasts around it saying, you know, just just quantify, put the context around the rumours. No, no harm in sort of reporting a reliable, you know, rumour monger leaker has said. But let's be clear. It is only a rumour. And it would be odd as well, considering uh, Jeff Grubb gave that interview and said, oh, they're cancelling roller champions within a day of an official legally bound earnings call where they talk about roller champions and its future. They would, in the same, in the same earnings call, Ubisoft, talked about projects they were cancelling. So there's a track record of them saying they're cancelling in that in, in that earnings report. So why wouldn't they say, oh, and we're also going to wind down roller champions? So clearly what's happened is, as, again, speculating here, what's happening is they're um, trying to improve it. They've obviously had some feedback, some criticism. It's got to make them money. So maybe dress up some skins and make it more enticing and stuff like that. But yeah, that's clearly what they're revisiting it. And um, hopefully more content will come and all of that. And hopefully we'll see it on Stadia before September if the Ubisoft earnings call. Um, the suggestions from there is that it's somewhere between now and September that it's going to be released. So 
there we go. Anyway, I just thought I would share that little bit of insight for you. Um, and now your mum, yeah, but that was, um, that was a mistake. That, but exactly, two, straight away, they, it was a mistake when it was pointed out. That was just a, some intern copy and pasting the platforms across the document. And they, and you could tell it was a mistake because they did it twice. Yeah. Um, and they said, you know, that's a mistake. They said it was a mistake. So they were, you know, pretty up about it. Mistakes happen, you know. As long as you correct them, then you put your hand up. Say, no, that was a mistake. So much, it's just... Sounds like Roller Champions is being cancelled when season three ends. People just go for it and accept it at face value. Anyway, there you go. Um, Roller Champions not being cancelled. Looking forward to it. Just question the sources. Sources are reliable sometimes, you know, uh, but just look at the track record. Consider where that source might be. Consider the detail of the information, things like that. Um, always question, always question. Um, right, Stadia Pro predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let me know. Let's have a let's have a, a look what people have said. We've had a few Atari recharged, uh, Atari recharged, Black Widow recharged, Asteroids. Uh, Roger was saying. Um, I think there was an article actually in Stadia Dosage. They were doing a, a, a survey of potential Stadia Pro titles. Um, can't find it. But while I'm here, I just want to shout out. Um, I mentioned a few weeks ago about uh, Stadadia, Stadia, Stadia. Um, it was on John Scar's Stadium Connect North talking about, and, and he's a stats man. He's the stat man. <laughs> Remember that song? He's the stat man. Um, <laughs> talking about, um, anyways, he uh, went through a whole presentation on John's show about how he calculated how many active users. And he's a data analysis expert. He's got PhD in it, whatever. Like he's legit. And uh, and he's a data fanatic like Jack to Slip and everything. Anyway, he's put that, his presentation, into written form with all the background, the calculations, real proper data analysis, top-tier stuff. Um, checked it counter-checked it by people with a little bit of information on the inside, whether it be developers who games on Stadia Pro and things like that. But a really interesting um, article overall. Highly recommend reading it. Um, StadiaDosage.com. How many active users does Google Stadia have in July 2022? Real science behind the data. Uh, so highly recommend it. You know, there's people on Reddit question it and stuff like that. But you can kick the... T if you're really into data, data analysis, that kind of thing. If you're on the same level as he is, because this is his job, this kind of PhD level data analysis. 
by all means question it if you're not but you know you need to if you want to you know by all means counter it but counter it with the same level of detail uh workings you know your maths teacher would always say show your workings he shows his workings and all of that so um highly recommend checking that out uh black widow recharged as a pro title Stop watching the, stop watching the, what sport is it? Ice hockey? Well, I don't know. Blue Bombers. What are Blue Bombers? I'm guessing some other side of the pond uh, sport there. Roger says there's hope for Jedi Survivor on Stadia. So I've seen a few uh, people speculate, oh, does this mean that Stadia's entered another multi-game deal with with um, EA. I hope they bring this game. I hope they bring that game. I hope that game is part of it. And I think the reality is, again, I'm just using my knowledge of an experience over the last couple of years and gaming industry and stuff like that. I think reality is, is that, no, EA have bought this game. EA have bought FIFA 23 because it will make money for them. You know, as I've said before, as I quite rightly predicted, it's the sort of game they've got the data that they know it's worth putting the time and effort into the port. They've done all the work last really on FIFA 22 and FIFA 21. So porting's a breeze for them now. And they know that it will it's it's worth that effort. It's worth getting out of bed because they'll probably make however much their target um return on investment is, you know. So unless a title another title from EA is on that scale at this moment I don't necessarily see them bringing another game expansion into Mexico might help that but I think further country expansion which I think we will see I don't think I don't think we're going to have to wait another two years before we see another country expansion. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I think we will see further country expansion, possibly by the end of the year. So things like that feed into the return on investment calculation that EA make. Something on the size of Jedi Survivor. They've got the data from uh, Jedi Fallen. A time Jedi Survivor is launched and delivers, maybe Stadia, maybe the calculation works out for EA. And so, yes, I would argue, I'm not saying it's going to come, but potentially it is the sort of title that might do the numbers for EA, given what I've said, given Mexican expansion, given further expansion that I predict by the end of the year. It's the sort of title that might deliver. There we go. Stefan, how are you, sir? Purple Haze made it. Phew. Hyperscape looked fun from the videos I've seen. I just hate the jumping bit. I guess they tried to try to make it, differentiate it from other battle royales and stuff but i didn't like the leaping the jumping bit hey preston how are you 
Hot Wheels, Stadia Pro, back on the Stadia Pro count. Yeah, Hot Wheels. Yes. Wow. A st oh, yes. So we've had some Stadia, uh, some Saints Rose Pro titles, didn't we? Because I have them both. Maybe I bought one. But definitely one of them was a pro title. Hey, bud. How are you? I want to buy all the Atari games. Yeah. Oh, I'm no. I'm no. How are you? Good to see you. I think we wait two weeks for more country news. Wow, Purple Haze. Now, look, I was, I was hedging my bets. I've, I'm giving, I'm giving it, I'm giving myself a six month leeway here to be right or wrong. But two weeks, Purple Haze. Oof, in like Finn. In like Finn. Um, Hey, that would be great. I mean, I think if they can expand before the launch of FIFA 23, if they can expand again or announce expansion, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure India yet. It would be amazing, Roger. I don't think it's... I think it will be... I think it will be a surprise. I think it will be something we're not thinking of. I mean, people talk about Brazil, possibly, but even now, I think there maybe there are other territories that we're missing. But I hope it's a territory with, I mean, we'll be lucky if it's a territory that has the kind of population that Mexico has, you know, the second largest population outside of, on Stadia, outside of the US. But, you know, good job on the FIFA prediction. Well, I, I don't know. I predict. Yeah, I did. So I, I was pretty confident it was coming as a, a couple of people were. And then rumors started coming and all that kind of stuff. But I just thought the title is so big. It's such a big spike in terms of sales and, and money back from all the FUT points. That I thought and they've done all the hard work, as I said. So it's not that not having to reinvent the invent the wheel for, you know they've got a team they've got a team who've kind of done the porting, so it's not it's not an extra investment for them, really they've done the hard work. Stadia effectively paid, you know invested in that for in the porting capability, and once once you've got a team running a small team running that can port the game, and you're developing it in tandem. The investment is tiny. So it made it made sense to me and others that it was definitely coming. I'm just I'm just relieved that I was, <laughs> I've been validated. Saints Row 4 was a pro. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Korea. Maybe. Maybe. But just watch, you know, watch the horizon. I've been trying to sort of see whether they're um so there was a, a so I know, we know that Stadia is launching in Mexico. Stadia have just launched the new, a new sort of their, their cloud in Mexico. So this is just slightly outside of the, this is sort of in addition to their talking about Mexico expansion. I saw an article in the cloud gaming industry saying they're just launching their cloud to provide all these additional Google services. So I kind of figured that that's basically all the services that they talked about at the Mexico 
expansion, the Google uh, expanding into Mexico. So Stadia is on the horizon there definitely very soon by by all accounts. Um, it's all down to Clive, son. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to do my bit uh, if I can and all of that. Right. Should we go to um, chat? Um, I won't show that. Um, let's go to chat one second. Let me just uh, refresh chat. Yay. Click on it and it's gone. There we are. Let's just refresh it. Go. Go back to that. Excuse me as I just... Uh, and there we are. Right. Let's see what chat's been saying. Uh, remember, get your Stadia Pro titles and all of that in. Um, is there something I wanted to just focus on? Oh, yeah. So um, talk, we're talking about the rumors and the sources. So just on that um, Immortals Phoenix rumor, it wouldn't surprise me if they were doing another game. I don't think that's necessarily rocket science. And it's so early in development, if we're talking 2025, like, you know, the planning stage. And why not? do spin-offs based on other folklore and gods and stuff like that, Polynesian gods and things like that. It's a real rich scene. When I worked at Lego, uh, my colleague was in charge of story. Story. Um, and he worked on the Bionicles, which was based around, and he based it around Polynesian myths and created a whole world of the Bionicles, these Lego characters, based upon, loosely based upon uh, Polynesian myths and stories like that. And they had very kind of Polynesian and um, South Pacific kind of names and stuff like the character, the characters had the names and stuff like that. But there you go. So yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if there is uh, thoughts or discussions within Ubisoft about a potential Immortals Phoenix spin-off. So that that may well be right. I mean, you know. Who knew? Um I'm almost watching live. Hey Arizona, how's it going, Squids? Good to see ya. Saw my first LG Telewiz Stadio logo on the box. Um it's interesting. Mr. Parks has become a member. Thank you very much. It's interesting that the um, Stadia app being on Samsung TV Gaming Hub, being on LG's is a massive thing because you see, I saw a... Where is it? I keep seeing... Samsung Gaming Hub tweet out. Sometimes they tweet out about Xbox. Sometimes they tweet out about Stadia. So when you've got a massive, another massive brand tweeting about your brand, yeah? So you've got LG tweeting about Stadia being on their TVs. Samsung 
tweeting about Stadia being on their TVs. It's a massive, it's a massive benefit that's sometimes overlooked. Um, so yeah, just I just thought that was um, just an interesting observation. I've seen it a number of times. So the, you know, when you see things on the box, we've seen them on the side of Sharp TV boxes that run Google TV, stuff like that. Um, it's just, you know, it seeps through slowly, Stadia, brand recognition. Might not be obvious, but after a while, like any brand, you know, just seeps through. Um, thank you, MG Parks. He's been a member for four months, sir. Much appreciated. For real. I can't believe some are reporting negative Nancy stuff about roller champions. I'm beyond excited for that one. It's going to be fun. Of course, it's going to be fun. You know, we love, you know, if you like that sort of thing, it's just another great social game to have on Stadia when it arrives. So, you know, I hope it all works out. Put your product in front of fresh eyes. Exactly. What's that? And when you see old FIFA available, I mean, imagine like when the Stadia app launched on the LG TV, when it first launched, they did a massive sort of top block ad saying play Destiny 2 now. Yeah, it was obviously a paid for ad. You pay for those some things sometimes on the smart TV. Imagine play FIFA now across the top. Oh, see, Marcus, he's been going, um, yeah, smart marketing, exactly. Marcus G. Knight's been looking all the languages they've integrated into games released recently. Tagged you in the Samsung Gaming tweet. Oh, I did see that one. I'll have to see uh, again. Um, let me just look and check my note. Oh, yeah, there it was. Oh. Yes, here we go. Thank you. This is what I'm talking about. So this is from Samsung Gaming. Okay, albeit they've only got 2,000 um, followers, but they're building out their brand. This is, the, you know, this is Samsung. This is the gaming hub Twitter. Samsung Gaming Hub's the new home for gaming on your 22 Samsung Smart TV. Play the biggest games, top streaming services, no console required. And this one specifically... Browse the library of games available with each of our cloud gaming partners, including Google Stadia. So this is a specific Google Stadia reference tweet by Samsung. With a clean and user-friendly experience. Yeah, a lot of scrolling. A lot of scrolling, though, I've got to admit. It is a bit frustrating now with over 100, you know, with 200 odd games. Plus, unless you've started playing a game, the fresh games that you've put into your pro library don't necessarily pop up there. But, hey, let's not moan. It's all good stuff. But there you go. Thank you for that, Marcus. But, yeah, it's, it, you can't underestimate the, um, the importance of this sort of cross-marketing cross that we get from um, partnerships with LG, partnerships with Samsung, you know, the Chromebook uh, adverts that you see, you know, with, you know, bundling in Stadia, AT&T deals and stuff like that. Um, it's all, it's all good stuff. It's all, you know, gristle to the mill, as they say. I hope they say that. Um, 
Let me just go back. Now, where's the... Um, one thing also uh, just to look out for, in terms of we know that obviously, you know, hopefully we'll get the Stadia Pro announcements for August uh, next week. We've got a way forward from Ubisoft coming up, I think, in September. Um, there's one from THQ Nordic uh, here, uh, which is coming on the 12th of August. Not saying there'll be Stadia games necessarily, but TH Nordic have a history of get, bringing games to Stadia. So could be one to watch on August the 12th. Obviously, if there's any news from that, we will be reporting it right here on the Stadia Monday Night Chat, of course. Uh, no problem. But I just thought I'd bring that to your attention, ladies and gentlemen. THQ Nordic. Uh, when's that? Three weeks. Yeah, something to look forward to in three weeks. I'm tempted to grab some of these gaming hub TVs. And I can't justify it because I've just bought the LG one. Um, games on my list are you search on the phone app and choose to launch. Yeah, I think that's what you've got to do, Roger. And like a new game, I have to sort of press play and then stop it. After this week's high, hopefully no negative. There's always negative nonsense. In fact, if you go, not that I'd recommend it, but there was a whole thing when when the, the rumour about Roller Champions being cancelled uh, and uh, somebody mentioned it on Reddit. And of course, the uh, cheerful Charlies on Reddit piled in. Ha ha, ha ha. Reddit is just like a collection of those bullies from Simpsons, isn't it? Ha ha. Like any slight thing. It's like ha ha. And they all get the tick ups. I saw somebody go, somebody goes, ha, yeah, typical, yeah, Stadia losing these titles, ha, ha, six upvotes. Response to, the next response was, why is that funny? Six negative votes, down ticks. Like, yeah, why is that funny? Like, that, that's a perfectly legitimate question. Ha, 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 I just come here because Stadia lives... Red free in my head. Like just, you know. And you're wrong in the end anyway, because it's not being cancelled. So, so ha ha back, as they say. Would be nice to get, oh yeah, Destroy All Humans 2 on Stadia. That'd be good, yeah. I haven't finished playing, well, I, just, I haven't finished playing loads of games, if I'm really honest. Um, but Destroy All Humans 1. So sad. Exactly, Mr. Ken W. Oh, I'd love Phoenix-style games set in the Viking era. Maybe that's the next Phoenix spin-off. Uh, maybe they could do a whole series of them, couldn't they? Like I said, they could do the Polynesian gods and folklore, Viking folklore. Indian folklore. Imagine having like an in, you know, like an Indian folklore one. Gods and all that kind of stuff. Amazing. In fact, they what they should do. They should do Journey to India. You know, the monkey story. Buddha, Tripicata, Monkey, Sandy, and all of that. That'd be a great one to do. Google TV has been made available recently in India. Good stuff. 
it's ready. It's ready. I just don't think necessarily, I mean, it would be awesome. Uh, but I don't think necessarily next expansion is, is India, personally. <laughs> Lugo Taburon. Taburon, Taburon. Lovely. Thank you. Members, been a membership for four months, very much. It's all coming out, all these people who signed up. How many stadia? Oh, dear. Uh, now, I think they left Amner because they were fed up of being uh, consistently wrong uh, and to save face. Um, so good luck to them. You know, they can come back, crawling back with their hat between the... Please, sir, we were wrong. Could we come back? I know I cancelled my YouTube channel, deleted it all and ran off in a huff. But could I come back, please? Yeah, come on, we're welcome. We're, we're all, you know, inclusive here. It's okay. That's okay. Come come here. That's okay. That's okay. So, uh, yeah, Amna. People are always welcome to go off, come back. All of that. Certain regions in India. Yeah, that may be, maybe India's such a massive place. Maybe that's how they have to do it. Um, I don't know. Hey, Sunya, uh, Sooner Live. Good to see you. Are you supposed to finish games? No. <laughs> Not since I've had Stadia. I mean, I remember Rock mentioning that maybe it's a sort of we get into a bat, we get sort of spoiled that we have so many games that we no longer spend time finishing a game. I used to spend, well, I used to have a bit more time, but I used to spend time finishing a game because, you know, say I was in Games Pass. I wasn't that, you know, occasionally they'd bring out a good game or, or games for gold on Xbox. Maybe one out of their games I was vaguely interested in. And I'd play them through the end. But Stadia, despite what, you know, despite what you you think based on what people say, we we do have games thick and thought. We get like like games that you you are given if Stadia Pro you know, you're getting five or six games, even if you never buy a game, you're getting five or six games just dumped onto your lap every month, free. And and if you're curious, you like, because it's free, I'll give them a go. It's like a taster in it, I'll give it a go, see what it's like. And so you do get into that habit, you know, but um, so a game's got to be, I think a game for me personally, again, this is, you know, game different people game in different ways. For me, I think a game's now, because I've got into this sort of bad habit of dipping into a game, a game's really got to pull me in that I want to keep coming back to it to finish it off, like Valiant Hearts is doing for me right now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm curious what the uh, retracted message now is. From, uh, it is hard to finish. Yep. Yep. Oh, case ball. I think we see more games from Braces Group Library throughout the year. Yeah, definitely. They've got um they've got a good lot of like I've said on this show before, I think we are those mid-tier, what I call mid-tier publishers, whose return on investment targets perhaps are less, less of a stretch than say EA or Take Two or Activision Blizzard or you know, those kind of mammoth. Publishers say we're not getting out of bed for a million unless it's a million dollars. Ah. The low, so that's why we see a lot of indies, but also mid-tier publishers 
like Deep Silver for bringing Saints Row. So I think if, if you want AAA games, you are more likely, I'm not saying we won't get more AAA games from, you know, likes of EA and Take-Two later down the line. But right now, I think if you are looking for AAA games, you are more likely to get them from the mid-tier level publishers like a Deep Silver, yeah, or like people within uh, the Embracer group uh, who are ever expanding and snapping up mid-tier, small to mid-tier publishers. Um, so there we go. I prefer one pro game per week. Oh, that'd be interesting, Roger. Yeah. I wonder, but sometimes you'd have to have two, though, because there's, you know, you get six or seven. You know, we had seven pro titles in July. FIFA exclusive on Stadia for another year. Yeah, that's it. What I can say is we won't be seeing FIFA on Stadia anymore. Um, well, actually, we don't know because we don't know what's going to happen to the FIFA trend. Uh, franchise so you know if it gets picked up by another massive publisher what if fifa what if fifa gets picked up by ubisoft what if ubisoft decide they want to buy the fifa franchise i mean it's a bold move to try to compete and start from scratch they'd have to buy in the expertise and the sports engine, but and and do it in a year. I can't see it. Whoever I can't see it. Um, the THQ sh show is on the. It's on the twelfth of August. THQ Nordic is on the twelfth of uh, August. Interestingly enough. Kari Nyap, who's effectively head of Stadia product. Um, uh, yeah, head of Stadia partnerships. Used to work for THQ. That's uh, when I had my interactions with her. And she was at THQ, wrong, THQ. Anyway. So, yes, it's FIFA's are funny now because... Unless you've already got a football game on the go, how are you going to develop a game on that scale in the space of a year? Unless you've already done the deal with FIFA. But anyway, that's going to be a weird one. Maybe FIFA will wait a year or so before we see a FIFA game, um, a FIFA football game again. But imagine if Ubisoft bought, you know, did a deal with FIFA and spent the next two years uh no, it's uh do FIFA own the rights to EA code? No. They will just it will be a licensing deal. And in that, I mean there are so many licensing deals other than FIFA. FIFA bring FIFA Pro, uh, FIFA, I think it's called FIFA Pro or FIFA Player Pro, which is the organization that represents the players. So they can sign, not all players, it's like a, not a union, but it's like a, a represents, uh, uh, 
you know, players when they sign a club, I think they sort of sign up to FIFA Pro. Um, so FIFA can deliver FIFA Pro, which gives them naming rights. They probably gives them naming rights to some of the clubs, but they have to go to, to other clubs. So for instance, eFootball or what was uh, Pro Evo fo- Soccer, they never, they only had the naming rights to a certain few clubs. So if you if you you played as Merseyside Reds or something like Merseyside City Reds, I think the name was Merseyside Blue, so that'd be Liverpool or Everton. But they couldn't, they didn't have the naming rights for Liverpool and Everton. So Konami have um, eFootball, which was Pro Evo or Winning Eleven, as they say in Japan, Winning Eleven. Uh, in Japan. So maybe they could step in. But there is also, of course, another football game in development. Um, And I was talking actually within my day-to-day work business, talking to a company who were talking to the company that would, what is it called? It's being developed by a sort of a new developer and it's a new football game. Manchester United and, and Troppingham Hotspur. Not quite that bad, but yeah. Not quite that bad. Pez, yeah, Pro Evo Soccer. But there's another another game. Um, UFL. So this is being uh, developed uh, you are all invited to join the unite I think it's United Football League and they've got CR9 on board of course paid him a lot of money to front it um it's a little interview. So these are the developers. And they're just talking about their plans. Yeah. So it's in very early, very, very early development. And it's sort of meant to be a fan, a fan-led true football game uh, that's currently in development. Whether they've got the money, I mean, because FIFA are notoriously greedy unless the alternative would be that fifa and this may be an option for fifa that fifa themselves launch a game so they they buy or hire a game developer and bring it in uh bring it in house effectively and basically do a, what we call a work for hire deal. Yeah. Where they basically say to the developer, you're, you're my wife now. You're my wife now. <laughs> say to the developer, we'll call League of Gentlemen then. Uh, they say to the developer that, you know, you come in, you do the work for us, but we own everything. We own the game and all right that. Because we know FIFA is, yeah. FIFA wanted about six billion. Yeah. 
Ubisoft had a football game out back on the 360. Yeah. Stevie G on the cover. Really? Oh, gosh. Pure football. Was that the name of the game? That's the name of the game. Anyway, so it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully FIFA 23 does amazeballs on Stadia so that we see EA Sports FC, uh, whatever the title is in 24 and all of that. And yeah, I think I think it's going to be... Yeah, I think they're going to say, FIFA did say in a statement, the next game to launch to bear if it will be a one to watch. Yeah. I think that, you know, they're going to have to say that, isn't it? But I think, I think nobody can afford the FIFA license. And if the FIFA is saying to EA, EA, you make billions, you make billions and we want some of those billions up front. That's the way FIFA would have worked. And that's why EA are going, no, mate, we're not giving you up front. Uh, but FIFA are going, but you, you make that. So give it us up front rather than at the back end. So I can't, if, if FIFA are expecting that, who can who can genuinely afford take two? I mean, it's a massive investment. Maybe take two are the only ones that could afford maybe the license. But whoever it is, I think I think FIFA are asking so much, they'd have to do some kind of deal in which the upfront price is drastically reduced in order to make it affordable for a developer to give an advance or, or you know get a license. But probably that would be the expense of the back end. Um, but there we go. So much potential for immersive streaming in football. Indeed. One thing I go before I go actually. Uh, on that immersive stream. So remember at the um, at the last sort of at the Google sort of when they announced uh, the Pixel Seven, Pixel Pro Seven, and all of that. Um, at the time, they also showed some augmented reality. Um, Google showed some augmented reality. And they talked about glasses again. Yeah, Google Glass, but they're bringing it back and all that kind of stuff. Well, some of that augmented reality stuff was powered by Immersive Stream, which goes to show that Google are heavily investing in Immersive Stream, as we've talked about on this platform, not just for game streaming, for graphical, high, high, high fidelity graphical interfaces and stuff like that. That was in an advert, a job, uh, a job advert they put out before Christmas. Yeah. Well, I found this. I only bring it because it all means further investment in the technology, which will only feed into what Stadia can do and what Immersive Stream can do. And it's this on uh, CNBC. Google will once again test augmented reality glasses in public. And so they 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 highlighted these AR glasses before on originally Google announced it a few months ago when they were announcing the new Pixel phones. But I believe, I seem to remember that these augment this augmented reality was powered by immersive stream. Uh, so it's interesting if they are indeed uh, testing that out. 
There we go. Google, yeah, Google could. Uh, they could afford it. But it wouldn't make sense for them because the gaming side of Google is such a tiny, 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 tiny speck on the whole Alphabet Google group. Um, you're better off getting the mobile license. But what FIFA will do when it comes to the license, they will they will thin it. They will slice it thin. Yeah, they'll like I used to work with a, a Danish lawyer when I was at Lego and he described it as the salami, slicing the salami of rights so that you go, OK, you have the mobile gaming rights. You have the virtual reality gaming rights. You have the cloud gaming rights. You have the PC only. So that, you know, one way of it doing it is rather than giving it all out in a big bundle, they they slice it up. It's not very consumer friendly because it means there's no sort of cohesion across different platforms and stuff like that. But um, there we go. Immersive stream is supposed to bring VR and AR to web developers. Yeah, I mean, they, they talked about it and there was some uh, blog posts about it on the Google page and all of that. That's it. The immersive stream for XR tools are available on Google Cloud Console. Uh, that's correct. That's what they were talking about. Anyway, there you go. Talked about lots of things I hadn't planned to talk about, uh, which is kind of fun. And that's the nature of the show. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to chat and all of that. Micro yeah, they could. Xbox. PlayStation. Wow. And then it makes them a lot of money. Both Xbox and PlayStation, it makes them a lot of money. I think there'd be uproar if it was exclusive to the platform. But yeah. Okay, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That's another Stadia Monday Night Chat. I hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, a lot of freewheeling chat and that kind of stuff, you know, which I like. Uh, but I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you watching. I appreciate you watching live. I appreciate you watching after the event. I appreciate you watching later in the week, as many, many people do, which is great to see. So thank you uh, for that. Please like, subscribe and all of that. And why don't we do this all again? Same place. Same time next week. Aragadagazamas, and I'll see you next week. By then, we'll know what the Stadia Pro games are. Yes! So, actually, if you're interested in that, watch the rock show thingy tomorrow, usually in and around the time the Stadia Twas comes out. I think we are due a Twas. Might know what the pro titles are. Always worth dropping in to watch rock um, on his show. 5 p.m. UK time uh, and all of that. But if not, I'll see you same time, same place next week. Spread the love. Spread this show. Tell everyone how brilliant it is and all of that. Thank you. Goodbye. I pressed the button. It didn't work. Thank you. Goodbye.